systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Let me tell you, one thing that hasn't changed in our broadcast career, whether it's been in uh, studios or here in our own, is AJ having to do everything to hide the fact that she's clearing her throat, coughing? We used, we used to complain all the time on the air that we needed a cough button. That used yeah. to be something that they did, and then I don't know what happened. They stopped doing it. And I said, listen, I know sometimes you probably put a cough button in a studio, and it only got used once in 14 years. Oh, no, it would get used a ton I'm like, us. my wife would use this. And, I mean, this is like before her nodulectomy, right? This is like a long-term thing. And then usually we'd, we'd play this game on the air where she'd start, like, waving her fucking hands at me. To and turn I, down the mic. And yeah. I'd be, like, mid-thought or talking to a phone caller. And, you know, now I'm sitting here like a fucking octopus. I'm trying to turn down her mic. And I like how right there during our uh, intro for the podcast, you just said, fuck it. She I just, just cleared my the throat. intro happened. And you just, she she barely decided to put a hand over the mic. She's like, um, By the way, do they have. Ready to go. I mean, is the only solution to cords on the floor like zip ties? You mean zip ties? Like, I feel like we need to organize the cords here because um, we have a puppy in the house. Is our studio cords a little messy? Now, this is something for audio guys, and not just radio guys, but anyone audio guys, right? Guys in bands, yeah. DJs, sound cords people. Everywhere, yeah. And I shouldn't say guys, guys and gals. Um, whoever it is. Some people get real snobby about that, about cord... Um, I don't know if you want to call it containment or how you, I mean, I, I know guys who would walk in here and go fucking nuts. Yeah. Because there's like, I'm thinking right now of our buddy, um, Tim Lethlin. Oh my God. Tim Lethlin. What the fuck does he do now in Milwaukee? He's been on the radio for like 90 years in Milwaukee. Do you know why? Cause he works full time as an it guy. Yeah. He makes makes enough money money. But um, I, gotta, I would f- I would fly him down here to organize our course. He's an amazing guy. So, so yeah, Tim Lethlin, he like built his own home studio. And like I know he has it done to specifications where it's all like studio esque. And me, I just kinda plug shit in and like let it go because it's like DIY, man. It's like punk rock. No, I'm fine with it. And I mean we've lived in this but house. But it is kind of messy now. We've I, lived in this house in now the studio. For, for almost two years. Yeah. And um, I, if I, if it bothered me before, I would have said something. It's bothering me now because we have a puppy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because the cords are a fucking free for all. Well, right for now. those who have, you know, looked at pictures of the Groove Cat Lounge, um, you know, maybe on the socials, Pat and AJ podcast on Instagram, whatever. But we have kind of three audio stations, right? We have where we are right now, which is the Pat and AJ podcast equipment, which is on one side of the room. And kind of has its own array of cords and headphones. Yeah. And then on the other side, we have my personal DJ set, right? Because the bang beats, um, which is very typical. A couple monitor speakers, two sets of decks, and a mixer. And then we have AJ's professional kind of work equipment over here, which is oddly enough almost the exact same as the Pat and AJ podcast. You would think we're nuts. We have almost. Yeah an identical set of equipment in the room, but one is literally owned by your work and it's for your work. So we do have th- three different kind of areas of just 
Cordapalooza, and we are not like you said, organizing or no. containing or 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 any of that shit. We and just again, plug it, and play. It doesn't. I mean, it still doesn't really bother me, but I would it's like dog, to. Huh? I mean, what do you do? Just like wrap them up and zip tie them oh, so they're fuck. not on the floor. Just everyone, go ahead and email her. All the all the people who are screaming right now about how to do this. Tell me how to hide all these cords. Just get a hold of her and tell her she'll do it. Hey everybody, how you doing? One hundred and eighty second episode of the Pat and AJ podcast uh, live here. <laughs> Uh, Southern Arizona, and there's there there goes our new bulldog. <laughs> there goes my shoe. There goes Finn walking Finn, off with hey. AJ's. Uh, he has with been, your slide. He's been walking off with my slippers, my sandal. I mean, he just he picks one up and just strolls uh, away like he is so freaking proud. And I don't care if he hangs out with it, but like he's chewing because he's a puppy. So, homie. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Thanks, by the way, everyone who uh, started following Finn's Instagram page. Yes. Um, So if, you know, you haven't been playing the at-home version of the game, you haven't caught up on the podcast, you skipped the last one, whatever. But, um, you know, we we, we sent our uh, beautiful uh, 14-year-old miniature schnauzer princess pepperoni pants to the uh, Rainbow Bridge, and we have replaced her with a bowling ball um, (laughs) known as Phineas. The English Bulldog the English puppy. Bulldog. Which, by the way, what is the Instagram title again? At? Phineas under slash the under slash Bulldog. You're lucky that... There's not a lot le- There's not a lot lucky, of options left for this kind of shit. You're lucky, and I know it has no correlation, right? Um, oh, my God! Now oh, he's he got both of my one. sandals. This has no correlation. <laughs> just like my poor friend um, who named her daughter Haley one year before Eminem broke. Oh, womp, womp. Right, and then yeah. all there's a million Haley's. Now, Phineas has been a hot name since Billie Eilish has come out because her brother is named Phineas. Is yeah. Phineas. And not only is he like part of her thing, but he started like he has his own thing. So Phineas is now back in like the. Yes, but he's not a bulldog. So we're all good. That's what I said. There's no correlation. Just like when my friend named her daughter Haley and like a year later, Eminem came out and he has his daughter named Haley. It's Pat just by actually, coincidence. Yeah, Pat actually came up with the name Finn. And I said, that's a really cute Finn. name. What's up, Finn? And I said, but we get, we name him Phineas. You know, he's he's proper. He's proper. Um, but yeah, no Instagram. That's the problem now. Is that you know They're Instagram is everything's taken. Uh, so you really got to work to find like a good handle. Yeah. Well, you're part of the. Hey, um, you're hey. part of the. What is it? You're a news lady. You're part of the uh, liberal lamestream media. Can't you get a hold of people at Twitter? <laughs> yes. Oh no, that's owned by Elon now. Yeah. He, he won't take your phone call. Let me call Instagram Elon, like, real quick. Fuck you. Or no, that's Instagram. Zuckerberg will take your phone call. Let me call real quick and flex a little bit. How many different rich guys? This has to be what it was like in the 1900s, the early 1900s, when all the rich guys, the richest guys in the countries who own the fucking oil fields and everything, the Rockefellers, started just buying newspapers <laughs> and, and you just started fucking off with them because you got like, at least Zuckerberg created his. Yeah. But now Elon and these other guys, they just come in and they just fucking buy them. Then, then they're your own. Did I tell you, by the way, the uh, dog, um, he, we were outside and he's, he's gotten into like getting up on his hind legs. You know how oh, dogs yeah, yeah, do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, you know, officially up. Like, yeah. you know, he'll, he'll try to get up. He did that. Um, he got up on his hind legs and, and got like up on me and then he fell backwards and rolled over onto his back. Busted his shit. Yeah. Hard. AJ was. And he totally uh, couldn't, like, like right now, you know, he's a bulldog. He has trouble rolling over. He can barely walk. What are you talking Look about? I'm, I'm always confused. I'm like, are you struggling? Do you need help? Signal for help. Or are you just plain? So Phineas underscore the underscore bulldog is his Instagram account. It has uh, videos and reels, and photos. And you can 
get a daily dose of Finn. I'm telling you, and I, I do, you know, he's, I, listen, he's already an influencer, okay? There's already people sending him free shit. I told you this one now, AJ, so you don't know, she started Princess Pepperoni's um, Instagram account late into the game. 2019, yeah. And listen, it's fucking weird because we've been around in the radio world since the invent of social media. Yeah, remember the uh, entire on-air bit we did where we had to decide if we were going to make a Facebook page that's for right, our show? That's right, because I, yeah, because I... kept saying, no, that's stupid. Yeah, we could, because we had MySpace, and I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm like, we don't need anything more, because I'm already telling people to go to a goddamn website yeah. for the radio station. Now i got to add something else. And, of course, we all know who won that argument. Now people have, like, you know, one handle across every platform. Yeah. Right? Like Phineas the Bulldog and Phineas everywhere. But... Um, with us kind of coming of age with all that stuff, you know, AJ's always, always kind of been like, you know, I don't want, don't bother me online to be a influencer or a, or a partner and all these dog brands would hit her up with our old dog. And she was always like, fuck that. And this time she's cashing in. Well, she, you know, she wants to see. If I see. can get free shit for my dog, I want free shit. For, listen. So what do you got to do? You, do you just have to, uh, like, I, I to, don't yeah. know how this economy works. Do so you have to now so some of them unbox are, it? No. Um, so some of them, they're all a little bit different um, yeah. because a lot of them contacted me with Pepper. Yeah. And she's she, she was just an old dog. She didn't like wearing clothes. She didn't like really doing anything. So I'm like, she's not going to be down with this. So why would I even waste anybody's time? Okay. So with him... Um, I started getting messages right away, and most of them are, we're going to give you free stuff. You just pay shipping, which is usually like eight bucks. Okay. And then just tag us when your dog's wearing it. I wouldn't pay shit. I'm well. Like, you pay shipping. I mean, I got, okay. listen, I'm getting $100 so then, worth of bandanas for eight bucks. So, so then you have to wait until she gets famous enough to, to someone wants to, uh, like, pay pay money, right? Yeah, no, okay. we're not there yet. Um, he's, he's very neat. But I, I mean this. I don't care what kind of pet you have. I don't care how old they are. Start them an Instagram page. Oh, yeah. Not, if, if you want them to be an influencer and get famous, that's fine. I started mine for Pepper because I knew, you know, she it was 2019. She was an old dog. And I said, I want to, I have so many pictures and videos of her on my phone. I want to document this all somewhere and make it palpable. And now that she's gone, I am so glad I did it, which is why I started one for Finn as well. So our um, English Bulldog puppy here from the world-famous Hollywood Bulldogs, breeder of the Fresno State University Bulldogs, along with the world-famous MTV meaty and beefy of Rob Durdeck, Robin Big Fame. Um, our little English Bulldog, we realized quickly after posting online, um, fuck, everyone loves him now. Well, yeah. I don't know if they're in vogue. Are they in vogue? I don't feel like they are, but I feel like over the last 30 years, the perception of English Bulldogs has really, like, it's cool now. Well, because when you told me that you wanted an English Bulldog, I think when I met you in, like, 2005. 2005. You had, we we went out, got drunk one night, and we started talking about animals, and you're like, oh, my dream dog's an English Bulldog. And back then, I was under the misconception that they were gross aggressive dogs and i was like why slobbery violent i mean they are depicted if you think about it even looney tunes who's that big bulldog on looney tunes i forgot his name he's like a badass a butcher some shit i don't know but like he's like badass and like yeah they they are depicted as like the bulldogs are like like the the mean ones and that was the misconception back in 2005 now in the last decade i think Thanks to dogs like Meaty and Beefy and the Fresno State Bulldog. And, isn't, and there is an Atlanta college that has a bulldog. There's tons, yeah. tons. Like actual yes. yeah, bulldogs. Yeah, yeah. God, and he, oh, oh, get that out of his mouth. All right, I'll get it. Hey. Go ahead. Keep talking. Um, so, yeah, that was the misconception. And I think all of those famous bulldogs, 
have helped to change the, the perception, the perception, which is good. And I remember um, Austin from Hollywood Bulldog said that he was like, they, you know, they had a bad reputation for really no reason yeah. other than just people would look at them and say, ew, that's funny. They're gross. They're violent. And they're not. I mean, God damn. I have never See? in my life had a dog this snuggly. Sweet. He's a sweet dog. Holy sweet boy. shit, you guys. He's I mean, sweet he, boy. I worked overnight last night. Yeah. And um, I kind of kept him up with me because I'm like, he'll sleep with me during the day. I was going to say AJ because now our our, our old dog, because our old dog was literally a disciple of AJ, right? You know how Jesus had the apostles? (laughs) AJ had the dog. Pepper, just anything. So AJ knew off the bat, if she was working overnight, the dog was going to come hang out with her all night. And she'd sleep. And then she'd sleep with you all day. Um, Finn now, of course, he's like a baby. He's on a fucking schedule. Like we crate him at a certain time. He goes out. So last, so last night I went to bed early and the dog came in the bedroom the with me. The dog followed you right Pat's, in there like. Pat's usually, Pat's really good about like keeping the animals out. He's like, let her go to sleep. It's eight o'clock. She's got to wake up at two thirty in the morning. The dog came in with me. And what am I going to say? No, like he wanted to get up on the bed. He wanted uppies on the bed. <laughs> he wanted uppies. And like he will walk right up to you, sit in the crook of your arm yeah. and fall asleep. Yeah. And like, it, it, and then when he gets real tired, he'll plop his head down like on your head or on your chest. And I'm like, I'm not going to tell him to get out of here. But I was worried that he'd be a pain in the ass and I wouldn't get any sleep. Turns out he was tired as shit. Yeah, he sleeps all the time. <laughs> he slept with me until I woke up and then I realized he was still in the bed. Pat didn't crate him, but Pat had sent me a text saying, hey, can you let him out, crate him? Yeah, you know, I when said, you- look, I didn't want to wake him. I said, but a, a, a natural time for him to wake up now is going to be when you wake yes. up at 2.30. I texted you and said, just when you wake up, take him out and put him in the crate. And, of course, she woke up and took him out and then immediately brought him here in the studio well, yeah, to work I, with her. I brought his bed in here, and he, he fell asleep in here for quite a while. I mean, he played for a little bit. But yeah, I'm like, if he hangs out with me, maybe he'll sleep during Throwing the day. his schedule off. I know. It's I like a toddler. It's, like a, it's, like, it's literally like, like having a baby. But I'll tell you, man, he slept with me all day long, like in my business. I, I'm glad I, I wear earplugs to sleep anyways, because man, does he snore. And it mm. is the cutest shit you've ever seen. Yes. No regrets so far? None. None. Not one. Not with the farts? No. God. Again, Poops. having a senior dog has prepared me yeah, for having true. a puppy. Because Pepper, in her last few years, God damn, was she gassy. She used to be afraid of her own farts. And then she lost her hearing, so yeah. she'd fart. And wouldn't notice and it. And wouldn't hear it. But when she could hear it, she'd freak out. Yeah, so she, you know, she farted a lot. She slept a lot. You just kind of, <laughs> you can, we kind of had to watch her all the time because something could go wrong. She was an old dog and, like, anything could be a problem. So I'm really, this is, and she snored. Yeah. Which. Yeah, sure. Not I, like this. No, but she snored. And for me, that meant she was sleeping good. Too so happy. it was it was actually comforting when Sh- I heard her, heard her Shocking. snore. Shocking. When I snore, AJ does not uh, have nearly the same fucking like baby in a cradle kind of response. Do you know how many people Shut the fuck up! <laughs> on the Pat and AJ page have literally said, I I can't even deal with my husband snoring, but yeah. my bulldog is no, fine. That's everything. Listen, yeah. I I would I just retold this story um to a client and I'll tell again here, right? And we've we've talked about this. Um, we love animals more than humans. Yeah, absolutely. Okay? Do we need to tell you all the examples out there no. of where we decry when an animal is killed? But humans, eh, we make all kind of judgment calls, right? Yeah. But man, you, I mean, anything from Harambe, hashtag never forget. 
I'll all tell the you way down I've, to a little dog, right? What I've gotten emails for in my past uh, news and radio career, yeah. I get emails saying, stop talking about the war in Ukraine. Stop talking about this. Stop talking about that. Yeah. You know what they never say? Stop What's talking that? about animals. Never. They're all in. Listen, AJ right there, listen, that's a core memory of when she first met me that I told her I wanted an English bulldog. Yeah, and I was actually concerned because I was like, that's not a good family dog. But again, misconceptions. I didn't know. And then remember, guys, the first time, this is no joke, the first time I actually bamboozled her into coming back to my apartment, uh, I used my dog to fucking totally make it happen. I was like, oh, I have to let the dog out. Would you want to come see my dog? Disco dog. I shit you not. This woman. Oh, she looked so fucking hot. You were dressed up like in a little like cocktail dress. <laughs> and she ran like I opened up my Core memory. I, I, I opened up the apartment door and she fucking ran to the crate and dropped that on all fours. Yeah. Her ass was up in the air too, right? <laughs> and I and starts talking to this dog like you yes. know and I'm like, I'm fucking scoring tonight. I was disco dog. I was excited for your dog. And, and while that- I did not score, I did almost climb the mountain, but I will say I feel like the dog helped. Uh, put in some infrastructure to make that journey. I was the responsible one that night. I'd like to remind you, I said, do you have a condom? And yes. you said, yes. I and think- then you did not go get it. And I said, okay, we're done. Those are two different questions. That's like saying, do you have a summer home? Yes. It doesn't mean we're going to the summer home. I'm answering your question. Although your that said dog did chew up my shoes one yeah. night I spent yeah. at your apartment. You and I realized, okay, maybe we're not friends, but it's okay. Uh, he is. I mean, I've just, honest to God, like never had a puppy. This it's pretty great. cuddly, and he's really good. He's doing really good with the potty training. We are. He is having accidents. Luckily, we have no carpet in the house. No, but he is figuring out. Like he's got his spot outside. Like he knows where he goes, and yeah. um, you know, just get better. From well, the and part of the problem too is like again, we had a senior dog who really didn't have a ton of control over her bowels and that and so like she'd go a lot of times though she'd go just to piss us off i mean she'd <laughs> stare right at you and take a dookie in the corner so my problem now having a puppy is i'm totally back into the he's doing it on purpose AJ, mindset. yeah i was gonna say by the way aj always has assigned emotions to animals like that like right there you heard her do it before that with my old dog like, well, I figured out your dog didn't like me because he started like, chewing up. No. And then she would say it about our old dog. Well, she would get upset and she'd go pee. And then she'd say it about her family's old dog, the dog she grew up with. She'd say, oh, he'll get upset at you and, the, and then go poop in the corner. You love a sign. You love, you're, you're so typical. Like, you give them little personalities. They have vengeance. Yes, they have vengeance. But I had, I, I had to look or it up. Or maybe they just had to take a shit. You know, how about that? And like, no, they, they don't well, know any better yet. I told again, it's been 14 something years since we've had a puppy. Like, do you think he's pissed off that you're rooting for the Eagles no. in the Super Bowl? He's like, fuck that, man. Get that out of his mouth. Go, Chiefs. Um, but yeah, I actually had to Google it. And they're like, listen, three month old dogs don't have. Oh, shit. He's four months old today. Is he? Four months old today. Happy birthday. Um, How does he do with the bell? Oh, he likes it. He doesn't bell. mind it. Um, but yeah, the dogs this young don't have total control over their bowels and their, yeah. their bladder yet. So they'll go not because they're being naughty you know, because they have no control. I feel like men should have the same warning about our dicks until we're like 30. You know, like, uh, listen, I, ladies, I agree with you. Take off the until we're 30 part and just leave it. Just, you know, listen, ladies, you're, you're what? 40. How, how old are you now? I'm 44. You're 44. I'm barely getting control over my dick. <laughs> barely. <laughs> barely figured it out, man. He still gets crabby when he hasn't getting laid, gotten laid for a while. And it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. AJ asked that the other day. She asked if I was menstruating. 
Yeah, because men have their time of the month too. And I said this technique, the end of the month slash yeah. beginning of the month is my time. <laughs> um, not by choice. Yeah. <laughs> it just is. But I said, oh my God, did we sync cycles? Because he was kind of cranky the other day. And I was like, are you menstruating? No, I mean, I was just cranky about everything. Like, you know, the old dog died and then you were upset. I, and I don't think we banged. When's the last time we banged? Been a little the bit The day of before we put the dog down. No shit. Was that? Yep. No way. Sure was. That's fucking funny. And Whatever. I feel awful about Why? it now because like we... Was usually, she watching or, or did, no, did, we, did we throw her out of the room? We, well, no, we didn't throw her out. <laughs> we usually have to shut the door because all the animals will come like, in and then it's... Single people, by the way, single young people right now think we're fucking so lame. They're like, what are you talking... Don't you just fuck when you get horny? No, it's a big it's a big production. It's a to-do, but you know what? You, you have to make sure kids aren't home. Single you have to people, close doors. There's pets. Single people without kids and yeah. pets... They, with pets, oh. totally get it. Yeah, with pets. You so, do. yeah, we had to shut the door. And, like, it was weird because she, we knew she wasn't feeling good. She already had a vet appointment scheduled. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay, we just need to let her rest. She never got out of her bed when we were banging. <laughs> and I felt awful because I'm like, she really doesn't feel good because she'd usually be at the door by the she end. She would normally be like, what's going on in there? And now I feel like an there's asshole. Good, there's smells in here. I want to check it out. Uh, That's funny. Money. It's what I want. You know, money doesn't bring you happiness, right? No, but it makes things easier. Uh, I recently heard a number, and the number, done through many uh, various research projects over the years, identifies the amount of annual income as a person in the United States in which people essentially stop becoming happy by money. Wait, I'm confused. So here's what I mean, right? Let's say you're starting off your life, you're 18, you're making uh, nothing, right? So you're you're happy to make something. And then let's say, all right, you realize life's kind of hard making minimum wage, right? So yep. you, 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 you're like, man, life sucks. If I had more money, I'd be more happy. And that usually proves kind of true. You start making more money and you're like, well, I'm, I'm more happy. Things get easier. I'm happier. But there's a certain number where most people have agreed once you hit this number and advance past it, money stops being a source of happiness. It's now just a part of your life. Because you have so damn much of it. What's that like? <laughs> well, this is going to be weird when you hear what that What's number, number what that number is. What do you think? What do you think? Now, this is for a person, not a family, no, just one you know, person. just an American. All right. I'm not going to tell you New York, LA or West Virginia or Georgia. Yeah, I was going to say, because I, I know, a, I know a bunch of articles came out today that said how, how many people can afford one apartment in major I cities. Know. It was like in Atlanta, four people can afford an apartment. I get, so listen, that's why I'm like, a we, one person, family? We can debate that, but I this know. has been asked over the years. Okay? I'm not even going to try and guess because I'll be wrong. What's the number? What do you think? I mean, just a wild guess. 150 grand. What about for, how about for you? For me? For you as a person, at what amount do you feel like, all right, at this point, it stops being like something I stress about every like, two are weeks? Are you talking like a salary? Yes, yeah, just a number. What do you um, think per year? For Every, just one person. Just for you. I was, for you. For, I don't know. Like, um, I don't know. 120? It's lower, than you, it's lower than you guys all 90? think. And I'm curious to see if this doesn't change with inflation. I mean, but, I'm pretty happy with the amount of money I make, but it's weird because we have a family of three. So it's a, it's a, different, it's a different dynamic. Consistently, the number that has been identified that if I make this amount of money, I'm good. And then when people surpass it, they realize the more they make, it doesn't necessarily add to their happiness. Is... 
$70,000 a year. Okay. Legit. Up until then, right? When you go from making 20 grand a year to 25, you go from making 25 to 40, you go from making 40 to 50. Yeah. Those are all jumps and that you associate with increases in happiness. Yeah. Like I'm getting more money. Life is easier now. I sure. can I can afford to do more things. I can buy nicer stuff. But that stops at $70,000 a year. You know what? I, I totally get that because we, since we changed careers, have both started making more money. Yeah. And for both of us. It's not, it's not hard when when you work in radio, let me just say. <laughs> it's not hard to make more money. It's not exactly hard to say, hey, I got out of the business and you're never going to believe it. I make more money now than I ever did before. It's crazy. <laughs> But but yes, no, we are making more money. You you more than me more so at this point. But but yes, we are making more. And I have noticed that it's almost weird to make more because we don't have to like save for stuff. Okay. We do, I mean, I'm we're so PTSD from being so broken radio for so many years. Like we both feel bad spending money. Yeah. But then we realize, holy shit, we can do it and not have zero dollars in our account. It's very weird. But so I get it. I mean, I, I I could see 70. That's a decent number. Yeah, because I mean, think about that 70 grand for you. And now let's take into the fact oh, yeah, you, you have a partner and they make 70 grand, yeah. right? All right. Now you're $140,000 a year household. Now, the flip side of that is right now we talked all about how up until that point, it adds to your life. Yeah. Right. It's adding to my life. Life is becoming easier. Not only does it stop adding in those amounts, but it makes the pursuit of happiness seem more difficult. That's why you often probably a lot of times hear about some of these folks. They got everything in the world, all the money, all this. And they go through tough times and there's always some jackass on Twitter that's like, I don't understand how you could be not happy. Oh, yes, celebrities and stuff. They're not allowed. You make a billion dollars. They're not allowed to be sad or depressed or have any problems whatsoever because they make, you know, $20 million a year. Now think about that context. Think about, right? I mean, they are so far past that point. Yeah. Right? I mean, money the, just is never going to be. I was going to say, for us, this is a big deal. For the Kardashians, this yeah. is, they have what we make in a year in their wallets. Yeah. But you know? then it makes their pursuit of happiness yeah. that much more difficult. And Because you have all the money in the world to right? do all the things you want. So when nothing is limited, what are you working for? And so that's why this kind of caught me. And it's a number that's, like I said, it's kind of an ongoing research study where they always kind of redo it to well, see. Yeah, if, it's got to change. Like, does the number change? Do people have our needs decreased or increased? Yeah. And what do we need to feel secure and happy and safe? And I said, boy, isn't that the fucking truth, man? Because it is true. I mean, uh, you work up to that number. And for most of my broadcast career, right, I'll, I'll pull back fourth wall. I was way under $70,000 a year. <laughs> um, but I do remember remember the time that I did make above that. I made six figures in Seattle. I mean, 100000 on the head. Don't think I was some fucking like $900,000 no. year guy. But still. But all of a sudden, overnight, it, it went from I had that happen, and I will say, it did make the pursuit of happiness harder. It was weird because there were, I mean, we didn't have to budget to go out to dinner. Fuck no. We didn't have to budget for baby formula. Fuck no. 
I do remember you buying a laptop and in, swiped it on my credit card. Yeah, or, or a, a, a debit card. Debit card. And for for you to just swipe like twelve hundred bucks, that was wild. Was out of this world. Of course, then we went to jobs where we were both making twenty four thousand dollars a year. I was after just that, saying, unfortunately, so, but, we crashed after Seattle. But for that moment, right, we had this yeah. kind of seven month period in between, um, you know, uh, living in Milwaukee. And living in La Crosse was, you know, Wisconsin, where we were in Seattle and we had at least financially excelled to a point to where it, you know, oh, things should be easier now. And like you said, sure, they they were to a point. Do you know where we were the most unhappy, though, in our relationship? Where's that? Seattle. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Now on the flip, now on the flip side of that, I can tell you that you know the next go around, it's how you guys all came to find us, right? We ended up doing this morning radio show, and we were in Lacrosse, Wisconsin. And I mean, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'll tell you what, what we made. Oh my god, you know why he doesn't give a fuck is because <laughs> they care. were such assholes. Well, about I don't it. care about any because I th- I think money is stupid. Well, um, it is. It's but stupid but they really wouldn't concept. let you talk about it in radio. They they literally. Like chewed Pat a new asshole for leaving his pay stub in oh, the yeah, studio I'm very once. Upset about that because they said you make yeah. more than anybody so, at this station and tell everybody how much you so were making. I, I made twenty eight thousand dollars a year, <laughs> and then I got a raise because I told him I was going to have to get a second job. And I said, if I get a second job, you guys aren't going to have access to me as much. So yeah, because in radio, it's yeah. not just your radio shift. They want you they do available a whole bunch all of other day, stuff. all night. And and so they gave me a raise of thirty thousand dollars. But regardless, so I went from making. Uh, uh, $100,000 on the nose in Seattle, right? Where all of a sudden money is not that much of a stressor. We're not waiting every, we're not, as AJ loves to say, cashing in jars of change to buy baby formula, which we were doing in Milwaukee. And then we had the 180 happen. Yep. And we're making, and an AJ, by the way, for my awesome 30,000, she was making 24,000, I think. 23. 23. Right. My next job gave me a raise to 24. That's right. And then refused to give me any more than that. Um, but so, you know, we were not making a lot of money and the stress of that. And this is also 08. So there was like no money, right? There was no money. Nobody anywhere. had any money. Yeah. But there we, no money and nothing. People we were, were also, selling their cars to the government yeah. for money. We were, we like, were Fuck also it. paying for daycare for the first time. Yeah. So we were, luckily we had somebody who worked with us financially. So but we it was were, hard, we yeah. were both so far under that number. Yeah. That stuff dominated. And I almost think about now the little things that we were able to accomplish then and how much more they meant, right? And, yeah, absolutely. Like, um, I mean, there were, yeah, we took little trips here and there. Oh, man. We, but we were far enough away, too. Visiting family was a trip. That was a vacation. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it, it, that makes sense. I mean, more money, more problems. It's, it's true. It's fucking true, man. And, like, I say that just because um, there's a lot of money getting thrown around these days. Like, like I mean, just average people. Like, I don't know, maybe I just, I mean, not that we all knew each other's salaries, but you had a general gist of what everyone in the neighborhood was doing. And there wasn't, you know, I don't feel like there were that many people making that much money, but everyone I talk to now, and and like, I don't mean just college educated, non-college educated, everyone I know, it doesn't matter what you're doing, bro, they're pulling down some bank. Yeah, but. I mean, I know shit costs more. Yeah, I was just going to say, you have to. I know that. And the people who don't make more money right now are struggling like Everyone wants to talk about eggs right now. I get it. How many fucking eggs are people eating a week? (laughs) I I, I use like one egg a week and all of a sudden, it's kind of like toilet paper. Remember that? They're all losing their mind. I'm like, how much TP do you use? Agreed. That you need that much per week. And I understand some folks who say, 
Pat, I got nine kids. I make a lot of scrambled eggs. Okay, I'm sorry. But for me personally, you're right. It's all personal to ourselves. But it was just a very interesting because, you know, I know in our lives, um, we kind of tie the two, right? Like if, if I can achieve more, make more money. Um, I'll be happier. I'll be happier, yeah. which is true to a point. A point and yeah. I think it's weird that that number is a lot lower. Than one might think. Than yeah. one might think, which means to me, people have started to figure out. You don't, oh, okay. Yeah. Really, once I started making that much is when that stopped being like a major dominating figure in my life. Well, one of the things we found in radio too, and it was the more you made, and what was our, God, our last salary was like, what? I don't even remember. We had this 62? 62, 62, I feel like. It was even at that point. By that point, they stopped paying women less than men in radio. Yeah, it was nice. When we started in 08, that's before you were guaranteed uh, health care. Uh, they were like, are you telling me we're guaranteed healthcare now? <laughs> kind of, sort of, barely, <laughs> but I mean, you know, yeah, back in 08, like they were still the broadcast industry paying men and women vastly different yeah. and they were paying me more cause you know, I mean, maybe because of my experience, but I mean, the, oh no, that's what they said. Remember because of your experience, experience. we're going to offer you 28,000. But I mean, like the year. joke was that like the guys making more than the woman, but by the end they, we, had, yeah. they paid us the exact same. We they, were, well, cause we were married. That was part of yeah. it. Legally, I think they had to. And it was a corporation. I feel like once yeah. you start getting into like publicly traded corporations, that then they have to kind of yeah. uh, play straight and narrow. So, yeah, we pretty much, I mean, we maxed out at 62 apiece at our so last we were radio close. job. We were close to the 70 number. Yeah, but, I mean, it was always very clear. It was scary. Every time they would give us more money or give us a contract, mm-hmm. you had a bigger target on your back Fuck to get yeah, fired. I know, right? And it was always, you know, you are making the most. You're going to be the first to get fired. Yeah. And guess what? We were the first to Bro, get fired. Bro, that's some shit that just doesn't exist in, like, other jobs. I'm telling I know. you. You don't get raises and promotions in other jobs and immediately think, oh, shit, I'm, I'm going to get fired. But it's, in radio, you know, you, you win know? morning show of the year and get fired the next week. Because at, why the hell not? Look at how we get back to bitching about radio. Know, we were talking close. about this, my myself and AJ, where I said I feel like AJ um, is, is, I don't know, you still have a little angst for the old traditional broadcast world you still feel like maybe you got the short end of the stick me i've kind of processed those negative feelings and moved on and we joke that in the podcast i've said whenever aj has an exit ramp to really fucking lay in on the broadcast industry i'm like she'll take it she'll take it every single time i'm not gonna take it now but just in retrospect like the fact that you're right like no other job will do that to you where they give you contracts and raises and then they're like oh we're gonna fire you to save money you get excited about that yeah like excited when you get raises like you work harder, which we did. We worked harder and yeah. we still got fired. So yeah, it's see, fine. See. But yeah, no, we were close to that number. Life ain't fair, man. No one said it's fucking fair. I know. I know. Yeah, we were close to that number. And it, it, it is interesting because I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I was still at that point. Right. Saying, man, if we could make a little bit more. Right. Like if we could just and like in my mind, it was like 75. Like I, I always thought number. I said, man, if me and you can get to 75 a piece, I said, I feel like then a lot of those like, you know. Well, little little issues maybe go. Away. I think the bigger problem is just that you have to make that amount nowadays. Just to fucking just make to, it, right? Because, oh my God, like I'm, my dad didn't make what I'm making now until I was in high school. So pretty much like our son. Yeah. And like back then that was a lot of money. Now it's not a lot of money. Like we are still like, one, I mean, techni- but, but you can also, I guarantee if that now what your dad does doesn't really exist, no. but w- for similar positions, 
they probably pay a lot fucking more. Oh, hell yeah, they I do. Mean, you're, I mean, you're pulling down an easy 75, 80 just by, you know, I feel like being a, um, probably the worst sales guy <laughs> on the lot. If you're the worst sales guy on a car dealership lot, I feel like you're still bringing home 80 grand a year. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like if you're mid-level white collar management these days. Probably making 100 at least. You're like a buck 25 yeah. and up. But I think what's So it'd be a little bit different, right? It's just that inflation, you know, you have to make that to yeah. be even semi-comfortable now. And ever, I mean, they say that most of the country is still one like medical you know, bill away one major medical bill away from being bankrupt, or just one financial, one financial you know, crisis, disaster, yeah, yeah, anything, and that sucks. Which in our country most commonly is, is medical, associated yeah. with medical, but yeah, but anything, right? I mean, anything could happen. Yeah, but no, I I think that's it's a great point, right? Because I mean, listen, we deal with this all the time. You know, whenever the Mega Millions or the Powerball hits all this big, you know, you see all the news articles about someone's going to win this amount, and well, if they do with it, and yeah, and if they take the uh, uh, you know, payout, it's this much. And after taxes, they get this much, which is still obnoxiously amounts of money. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Not more than Elon Musk lost last year. Which <laughs> should just let you know how fucking stupid the money entire is. concept of money is. When you really sit down and think The goddamn about it, Powerball jackpot yeah. is less than what the world's richest man can fucking lose yeah. in theoretical money that he didn't even have. Money's stupid. I agree with you. And the fact that it ruins lives <laughs> pisses me off even more. But so think about that. I say this, right? I say this because, um, you know, I think sometimes we, we we like to do the grass is greener. We like to look for Absolutely. the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. That's why we all go back and do the scratch off tickets. Because, boy, if I had all this, then I'm going to be happy. And I just want you to realize, right, that that isn't exactly always the um, equation. It reminds me of the guy who made the comment when you and I went to see Michael Smirkanish yeah. last weekend. That was Pat's Christmas present. He loved Smirkanish. Went and saw Sirius XM's POTUS channel host Michael Smirkanish. As down the middle as you can get. Holy cow. I fucking cow. love Mikey. But, you know, he was just talking about the tribalism and how we all feel like we're against each other, but really, in a lot of it's just online in real it's, life it, or it, not. It's, it's so fringy. It's, it's stupid, it's, so, yeah. it's, it's the minority of the minority yeah. making you think that they're the majority. But, yeah. you know, one guy stood up and was, like, talking about student loans. And he was like, what about my kids? I paid for their school. Oh, Do about I get student the money loan back? forgiveness. And yeah. then another guy stood up and said, how about we just have empathy for each other? Yeah. Like, how about instead of saying, what about me? What about me? How about we look at each other and say, what do you need to get by? Yeah. Empathy is just completely gone. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. And that's what it reminds me of is, is the money thing is what about me? What about me? What about my money? What about my salary? Why don't I make as much as you do? Why can't I have the nice things that you do? Why don't you just say and, and I guarantee you that guy is above that 70 line. Like that oh, guy is yeah. above that 70 line. Just the way he was dressed. I'm just like, oh my God, because, he makes a lot of money. Be, because of the way then, then then he can look at all that stuff. Where yeah. if you were to flip it and take someone who's making 40 grand a year, right? Yeah. They're working it fucking in and out 50 hours a week trying to make it happen. Yeah. Seeing it the uh, flip way, it'd be different, it's man. It's interesting. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe to Today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.